to Basement Video Podcast. We got a new guy here. His name's Cody, good friend of the podcast. We've done projects with him together. Yes, yes. He's a beautiful man. Oh, thank you very much. I mean it. It's great to be here. No, I really mean it. Oh, well, I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. And uh, thank you for having me on. I'll have you on. What were you checking hey, out Andrew. like that for? Checking what out? Cody, you like, give him a... I was looking at his notes. Yeah, yeah okay. sure. Yeah. His notes? Uh, yeah, yeah. His cack. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. Well, you're going to have to look a little harder than that. <laughs> All right, what were you saying about me? I said, hey. Hi. What's up, buddy? Nothing. How about you? How have you been? Anyways, so Cody, tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> um, you know, um, I'm Cody. Um, uh, we've been all of us have been like good friends for a while. Yeah, uh, a couple of years actually. We went to uh, we went to grade school together and high school. We did, yeah, yep. Um, we're all really big, huge movie junkies. We like like yeah. talking Clearly. about it and discussing it. So that's what we're doing here today. And today we're talking about our our favorite movie, <laughs> our favorite Jim Carrey movie. That is. Oh yeah, the yeah, best one ever the made. Best one. This yeah. is my favorite. No, oh, yeah. Number twenty. The number 23. The number 23. Now, despite popular belief, this is not about Michael Jordan. What? I, I know, Andrew. Oh, no, I watched dude. the wrong movie then. Yeah, I, I saw... I started watching The Last Dance, and I was like, oh, <laughs> this, this this isn't it. This isn't it. I, I thought you gave me the wrong title of the movie. Is there any dancing in The Last Dance? No, then not one. Such not a one stupid move. title. Stupid title. Great title. <laughs> it's a little misleading, but Did you watch title. The Last Dance, you dummy? No. It's barely even about sports. It's more about like fucking rival, rivalry. It's just, yeah, more about him being competitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I did watch though? What? Like Mike. It's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> it's a great movie. Never seen Bow Wow's You've in never it? seen Like Mike? No, never. Bro, Bow Wow. I don't even know who Bow Wow is. Little Bow Wow? L- no, I don't even know. He's not Lil anymore. No, he's Bow Wow now. Sorry. Sorry, Mr. Wow. But he's then. <laughs> he's grown up. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Wow. <laughs> He's lost. Are you really kidding though? You don't know who that is. You've never seen that movie. I've I don't know who that is, and I've never seen the movie. Well, I can't think of any little Bow Wow songs right now. You know the little kid from Stuart Little? Stuart Little? The other the human little kid? The 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 nerdy white kid? (laughs) Yeah, he's in that with the little Bow Wow. Oh, he plays a foster kid. And you know, um, ironic. His parents put him up for adoption after they got the mouse. (laughs) What's the What's the blonde kid's name from uh, Breaking Bad? Near the end, not Jesse. Like oh um. Yeah, 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 everybody calls him Fat Matt Damon. Uh, yeah, Jesse yeah, Plemons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's uh, the bully in that movie. Oh, wow, okay. He's a great actor, so I'll check that out. You guys just want to talk about Like Mike? Yeah, let's fuck number 23. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, that, I thought that's what we are talking about. Number 23. The real number 23. <laughs> yeah. Space Jam. Yeah, yeah. The original, not this new I haven't even watched it yet. I don't know. I, 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 I have an no opinion on it. I assume it's awful. garbage. I heard it's garbage, but I have not watched it. I heard they don't even play basketball. What? There's not like a final basketball game. What? No, what? yeah. Are you serious? The entire movie is just for like them to showcase all their other movies. And like I'm usually a sucker for that shit. Like yeah, crossover, I, show me it all. I don't care. But, like yeah. the it, cameos look pretty the Cameos look just to see them, but I assume the story's trash. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Isn't it about just LeBron James as a kid getting brought into like a computer world? By that, Don Cheadle. Yeah, and then <laughs> Yeah. Don Cheadle, of yeah. all people, is your he's, villain. He's so evil, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Cheadle's evil. Evil <laughs> Cheadle. So this movie was directed by uh, Joel Schumacher. Yeah, he has some hit or misses. Yeah. This is one of his best. Is uh, Was it Batman Forever or Batman and Robin he did? Um, both. Batman and Robin he did. with. Uh, yeah, that one's a good one, right? Everyone loves that one. Everyone. Is that the one with Mr. Freeze? Is that the one with the nipples? I think that's the same one, right? Costume? That's Mr. Freeze and uh, Poison Ivy and Bane and all those in that one. So it, Jim Carrey didn't work with him before then? Jim Carrey was in the one with uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Is so that that was, that was Batman Forever. Okay, okay. And that's not Joel Schumacher? I don't know. I'm not sure, yeah. <laughs> I'll look I that up. Because I, I remember watching this movie, I was like, oh, maybe they met on Batman. I think they did. But I, I'm not sure if Joel Schumacher did that. I assume he might have, because I know Tim Burton did the first two, and then he was out. Yeah, yeah. Definitely the uh, the more superior ones. Oh yeah, in my opinion. But. People fucking trash on even Batman Returns, but I like that better than the one with Jack Nicholson, to be honest. No, yeah, they're 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 good. They're they're. Joel both Schumacher really good. did direct. Oh wait, Batman and Robin is the one with Mr. Freeze. Okay, so, so. Oh wait, I already said that. Batman, I'm looking. I'm all flustered, boys. Batman hey, Forever. Can you get off your phone? I'm sorry. Oh, Joel Schumacher <laughs> did do that one too. He did. So they yeah. met on okay. there. Okay. Wow. 
Can you, can you get off your phone? <laughs> Comes oh, on you. Oh, look at, I come I'm, here. I'm the guest. I take time out of my fucking day to be on your podcast and you're on your phone. Oh, you're fucking texting here? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Just be one second. <laughs> sorry, I gotta call my dad. <laughs> it's my doctor. I have a rash. <laughs> it's contagious. Oh, great. Yeah. I'm gonna so, put yeah, pants on. It's uh, contagious by air, so don't worry. You're <laughs> definitely gonna get it. <laughs> So yeah, they worked together before, so that's that's definitely um He's definitely better as the Riddler than fucking Walter Sparrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a name, huh? What a what a ridiculous name. Like this for the guy who wrote this movie, like I'm sure you looked into it. This is his only like uh script he's ever written. Right. And, and it seems like your English teacher in grade ten asked you to write a script and this is what you wrote. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like even like the names, the dialogue, it just seems very uh the like the concept like, is cool. Yeah, it could have been a good movie. It could have been a good movie if it was directed by, like, Christopher Nolan or, like, David Fincher, and it didn't star Jim Carrey. Yeah. Because Jim Carrey is terribly miscast in this movie. Oh, yeah, 100%. And he's, like, a really good, serious actor, like, in, like, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yeah, that's and a great movie. Truman Show. Truman, Truman Show is great. A great movie. So, like, he can clearly act serious, but it's the direction and the writing and the editing in this film is just so off. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm just... Trying to give Joel Schumacher the benefit of the doubt, but maybe the script was just horrible. I think, yeah, because well, because like I don't know, I feel like if I was a director and I got a script that was trash, and I had to somehow make something out of it, I think it's gonna be shit either way. Yeah, but as a director, you have the right to refuse work. Exactly. Yeah, but right. and yeah. at that point, you should have just been like, mm. well, he wasn't doing much at this point. I don't think after Batman, because people hated those at the time. Right, but then is your is your excuse to just then I'll just make whatever? I'll take on yeah, probably. Yeah. I'll take uh, on the maybe. number twenty. You ever hear those stories about Joel, Joel Schumacher? No. Because he, he was gay, whatever, no big deal. But like, What? Yeah, Joel Schumacher was gay. No. Like, oh. <laughs> I was like, why? why are you making a big deal about this? <laughs> People are allowed to be gay, dude. No, he was like, yeah, he was notoriously gay. Yeah, he's, yeah. But I guess he would like have like, he would tell, because like, when Kevin Smith in the 90s was supposed to do that Bat uh, Superman movie, right. he was talking to Joel Schumacher and shit because he was doing the Batman movie at the time. I think he would like, I don't know if this is true, or I'm just making up stories put together with other stories, but I'm pretty sure he's Kevin Smith said that he'd be like, I'd ask him what he did on the weekend. He'd be like, "Oh, have a giant gay orgy." <laughs> oh, really? Hey, he's and like, honest. He, I think he told Kevin Smith he like had sex with like a a fucking outrageous number of men that would put like Magic Johnson. Twenty three? <laughs> no, <laughs> twenty three thousand. Maybe. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, it, like Kevin Smith was like, it puts what's is it? Wilt Chamberlain or Magic Johnson that has like that ridiculous number? I think it's Wilt Chamberlain. I'm not sure. Could be both, to be honest. Magic Johnson Magic probably Johnson got... had to halt that little process though for a bit. Yeah. Well, how do you he... think how do you think he got in that situation? Fucking bitches. Yeah, there you go. That number's probably pretty big. What are we talking about his dick? No, we're talking about that body oh, count, we're, we're bro. Not, no, I see I keep thinking we're talking about <laughs> <laughs> you just say, I love them pretending to cross stuff <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, this movie starts out with a really like you've even told me while we were while I was watching it, it starts out with a horrible monologue, <laughs> and it, it was it's, like opening voiceover. Sorry, it starts out with a horrible monologue, but I think it's just noteworthy to say at first that the music for the opening sequence yeah, yeah, yeah. is really tense. Like the old, but I hated the visual, but the music was dope. The visuals were awful, and like if you're interested, I have some of the things that they have down as like yeah, this yeah. is what equals twenty three. All right, go on. Um, so because um, these are usually fucked from the ones I saw. These are ridiculous. So. And at the beginning of the film, in the opening sequence, they have, like, uh, little excerpts saying that, like, real things in real life equal the number 23. So yeah. he says, there are 23 letters in the Latin alphabet. Okay. Um, Shakespeare <laughs> was born and died on April 23rd. Not sure how that's relevant. Uh, the Titanic <laughs> sank the morning of April 15th, 1912. Um, April is the fourth month, so you add four plus one plus five plus one plus nine plus one plus two equals twenty-three. Yeah, but then you could just like, my, I'm dude. I was born in nineteen ninety-three. If you go nine plus one, yeah, plus nine plus one. Are you that's going with the real equation? Or plus three. You could do this. Twenty-three. You can do it with, with any number. Any number. Yeah, any, any number. number. You just plug and, it in. And in the opening sequence, they have two hundred and thirty people died on the Trans World Airline flight. Okay, so that's not the yeah. number 23. That's 230? I thought it was really cheap when they started being like, that one's 32. 23 reversed. Exactly. And I'm like, okay, exactly. now we're doing this? Yeah. Like, and it's like you're using real world events. Like, it's yeah. like insulting. Yeah. My address and my birthday, oh, 23. Hitler killed himself in April 
1945. Again, they just add April and then 1945 and it equals 23. And it's like, who gives shit? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Who came up with this equation? To, like, to if get I read this? that book, yeah. I'd be like, this guy's fucked. Yeah. Like, yeah. this. Yeah. Well, obviously, he was insane, though, we find out. Oh, uh, So, yeah. like, yeah. So, Let's not tell Andrew the twist yet. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, yeah. Or wait, did oh, wait, I, uh, yeah, I saw it. What do you mean? I saw it years ago. I just don't remember any of it because it was a <laughs> fucking bad movie. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just. I just wanted to say yeah, that yeah, the opening music is pretty yeah. much the only good thing about this movie. I didn't. The music throughout the whole movie felt like not for this movie in a way, but I liked it. No, yeah, in certain scenes. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, the beginning was cool. So the movie opens on February third. Can you guys? Uh, <laughs> you want to take a guess on what, what that second month, third day, twenty three. Fuck, dude, it's like a coincidence or something. Yeah, you. Yeah, kinda. It's, yeah, the, I think that's exactly what you'd so, call it. The number twenty three there. Someone play Alanis Morissette right now. Isn't it ironic? That shit is ironic. <laughs> Nothing no in that song is ironic. <laughs> right. There's no. That's such what's thing. ironic. Uh, Jim Carrey's voiceover is terrible. Yeah. Like, like it doesn't. Um, it sounds like like a cartoon voiceover. Like like he's talking like this into the microphone. Like a dramatic. Like you remember like in the old Spider-Man. You watched the old Spider-Man cartoon when we were kids. Yeah. Yeah. When Peter Parker would voice over what happened the episode before, that's what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> like, just cartoony, like, dramatic. And to me, that's not even the writing. That's just the direction. Oh, like, yeah, he, yeah. He could have been directed to give that, to do better there. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, like, the movie, in the very beginning, it sets the tone. Like, this is a serious movie. You're yeah. meant to take this seriously. And then the very first thing that Jim Carrey does is meow at a dog. <laughs> like, it's the most Jim Carrey thing he could have possibly have done. You guys don't do that when you see a dog? I, no, I don't. Like, he's just sitting there, meow. I've seen Andrew do it. Yeah. Every day I wake up, I look at my dog, and I'm like, meow. <laughs> really? Tell my cat to fuck off. <laughs> it just completely ruins the tone of the movie. Oh, 100%, like, yeah. right off the bat. And that's that's the entire movie. It's it's You could see, like, Jim Carrey being himself, breaking character. Yeah. And it's just, it doesn't help. And like I was saying, like, at the opening credits... Those were, like, intense. I didn't like them, but they were intense. Yeah. And I feel like the rest of the movie doesn't even get as intense as the opening, like, credits. Oh, no. <laughs> so, like, was it... Did they want Jim Carrey because they wanted him to break character like that to show some form of instability or something like that? Never really... It's never never really been no. specified why they chose Jim Carrey. Uh, I know that uh, Jim Carrey, before he made this movie, came out and said that he was obsessed with the number 23 before the movie was even made, which is ridiculous. Yeah, he's a weird guy sometimes. Sometimes, and sometimes I think he just says things for press. For a reaction, yeah. So, but I I don't know why they chose him. I really don't. I'm assuming maybe because him and Joel Schumacher worked together before, so there's that familiarity. Let's make another piece of shit, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I sign me up. So uh, one of the themes throughout the movie is um, choice and destiny, and 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 Walter saying that if I had made this different choice. It would have wouldn't have led me here and, and things things along yeah. that nature. So, no, that so, go on. Sorry, I was gonna no, no. Try, I, I, I was gonna go on something completely different. No, do it, do it. It's fine. Well, we're also doing Hook today, and I find it really funny that in both movies the main characters forget a giant chunk of their life. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Well, Hooks. See, like Hooks makes more sense because it's fantasy and, yeah, yeah. and it's it's literally just fucking. It's a kids movie. Peter Pan, and yeah, yeah, it's a kids movie on steroids. This one's just trash. The number twenty three is completely trash. It reminds me of like in Spider Man three when James Franco loses yeah. his memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, yeah. for no reason. I'm gonna jump ahead a bit, but like he loses his memory, but okay, cool. Like Jim Carrey, but then they show like his past. He literally meets his wife seconds after Out, leaving outside. the psych ward, but he doesn't remember being at the psych ward. Outside of the psych ward. <laughs> He's walking ward. down the stairs, leaving, says goodbye to the doctor, bumps into his wife, that's how he meets her. That's when everything, that's when his memory starts. Is meeting his if wife he there. If he, he met his wife, if he turned his head, like, three inches, he'd be like, oh, I was just in a fucking psych ward. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, literally, he was still, like, on their front, like, porch, pretty much, on the sidewalk. And, like, what do you think that says about his wife? Like, you just bumped into this guy exiting a psych like, ward. She's never mentioned, why were you at the psych ward? Yeah, like, <laughs> she's just like, yeah, let's let's get married. Yeah, like, You're, it's so, it's... No red flags? It's You're, such a dumb plot, because you could have easily fixed that, where you make it as they just meet somewhere else at a different time. Yeah, yeah. you, like, make time pass a little bit, and he's at, like, a coffee shop trying to yeah. be normal or something. Or, yeah. yeah. That would have been lazy too but it's better than what they did yeah way better that sounds terrible there's no such thing as a coincidence no that's no. really true right everything 23 <laughs> that's why nobody likes you when you're 23 dude <gasps> <gasps> yeah michael dude. jordan's number is 23 lebron oh. james's number was also 23 blink 182 doesn't like people when they're 23 right there you go it's, no it's no connected. people don't like blink 182 when they were 23 <laughs> 
That's what the song is about. Oh, yeah? This video is sponsored by... Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing at all. <laughs> so, Ultra Watermelon. So the dog's name is Ned. What does he say? It's called... Uh, Dead Ned? No. He says it's like an acronym for something. Oh, well, Ned is is 23. The name Ned. <laughs> yeah. Because the letters in the alphabet... It literally equals the number oh, 23. Nasty evil dog. Nasty evil dog. Yeah. Nasty uh, evil that's what dead he, dog. Is and right. I'm like, these things, like, it seems like I'm watching, like, Tales from the Crypt. Like, not even the live action one, the cartoon one with the, like, the dialogue and, like, the things that they say in this movie. There's no subtlety. No. None. None. None at all. Um, so, yeah. So, the theme of this movie is choice. So, it's, it's, I did this and, and this happened. And if I did this, then this wouldn't have happened. So, yeah. because he's late to meet with his wife, um... For his birthday party. Because of Ned. Because of Ned. His wife is in a bookstore, and the book, the number 23, is perfectly placed. Yeah. Where she looks, and it's down the aisle. That's what I thought, too. Like, the way that was even filmed, like, it's her leaving, and she's walking this way, and the camera shows her walking and just go... Yeah. And then it looks, and it's just, like, a glowing light. Not literally, but, like, might as well be on this book that's not on the shelf like normal book. It's It's in front of them. It's out. And she's like, oh, I'll buy that for him. Yeah, and like, did he you think that, that she owned that bookstore? Or am I just dumb? I I or just like worked there at least because she was there. She was closing it, and then you never hear anything more of the oh, bookstore really? ever. She was the only one there. She well, was that closing makes less sense then. Exactly, because you'd be like, well, where the fuck did this book come from? Because that's why I was even more confused. I was like, she works there. I'm pretty sure. Listen to the subtlety of this movie. The number twenty three, the book, is written by a guy named Top Secrets. Yeah, and no one in the movie knew that it was top secret till they till they say it out loud. Till someone else that was not in the main cast. Someone said else it is to like, him. I would never write, I would never make my name something stupid like top secrets. And then Jim Carrey's like, Oh my god! And like, I don't know if that makes me dumb, but I didn't notice either. So like, <laughs> really? I said it. Oh come on! I wasn't paying attention really to top the author's secrets. name. Top secrets. I thought it was weird. I was like, why is this game, this guy's name fucking Topsy? <laughs> <laughs> Top Secrets. He's like Ryan Secrets' brother. <laughs> That's not his name. I know, just fucking around. Secrets. Yeah. I'm um, Ryan Secrets. Ryan Secrets. Secret, secret. I got a secret. Yeah, the dialogue, this is a really good thing too, because he shows up at the bookstore and she gives him the book. Yeah. And the dialogue is, it's so unnatural in this movie because yeah. they're just like, um, they have conversations that are meant to be for us and not for them. Yeah. So like, he's like, what, which isn't horrible. He's like, why is it? Why is it on my birthday? We always go and see your friends. And then she's yeah. like, because you have no friends. And yeah. It's like to me, you would have already had this conversation. And it's already known. You're just saying it so the audience knows. Yeah. Yeah. And Definitely. it's just it's bad writing. The, the second they walked into her friend's house, I was like, oh, they're gonna fuck. Oh, her, her and Danny Hudson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So she, well, they walk into the house and, like, at first it was like a really long hug, and I was like, oh, that's weird. But Jim Carrey didn't seem to make a face. So I was like, oh, maybe it's normal. No, yeah, but. And yeah. then he's like, a kiss would make me feel better about you being late. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> so uh, at the birthday party, he kind of fucks off on his own and he starts reading the book. And yeah. then we just see a blood of, or a drop of blood on the page for no reason. Yeah, no. never explained. The editing throughout this entire movie is insane. Like, they never explain anything. Yeah, but they go home. Were you going to say more about the party? Um, no, I was just going to say that he starts reading and that's where you start to get like hit more bad, uh, uh of his voiceover. Yeah. Where yeah. He's like, you can call uh, me fingerling. It's not my real name. It, it's, it's so bad. It's so fucking bad. You can call me fingerling. Yeah. You can lick my fingers. <laughs> oh yeah. And just the coincidences throughout the movie, like his wife painted the, the wall in the living room blood red. Red. And the blood uh, red. The, t- the the cover of the book is also that exact same red. And his son is Percy Jackson. Like, I've never seen those movies, but I heard that they were... <laughs> Did you watch that Amazon show with that kid and uh, Al Pacino about hunting Nazis in the 70s? How mm-hmm. the, the Nazis that came over that are like powerful in the America now, they were like hunting them because they were all like Jewish people in the war. No, I never... That's never. A, that was a really sick show. With, with Logan Lerman? Is that the kid's name? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Al Pacino, and there's a few other good people. I don't remember their names. And like... Oh, never mind. If you're going to watch it, I won't tell you the end. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, I guess that's for the best, yeah. Because it sets it up for season two. <laughs> What's it It's called Hunters, I think. Hunters? Just Hunters, yeah. I'll check it out. Um, did you know that uh, the young version of Fingerling was played by Zoe 101's little brother? I Dustin. I didn't know, but I knew in a way. Because like, I, like, I knew that kid, Yeah. but I didn't know who it was. Yeah, Dustin. Yeah. Diamond, right? Screech? Screech, yeah. It was Screech. Yeah, yeah. Rest in peace, Screech. 
R.I.P. Screech. Uh, his he, dad was an accountant. Yeah, he's dead, Andrew. Oh, rest yeah, yeah, in he peace, passed, Screech. Yeah. Andrew looks like upset recently, when we said right? it. You were just like, it was anyway. Recently, yeah. It was like yeah. last during, I think, or <laughs> the sickness. We get. You can't say that? The C word. I'm going to beat you up, John. Not oh. the big C, the little C. No, no, no. The big C. The big, the big C. The panorama picture <laughs> <laughs> event that happened last year. What? Oh, panorama. It's the- You're not supposed to say that word. <laughs> um. So Fingerling's dad was an accountant and Fingerling wanted to be a detective. So, (laughs) so like Walter, while he's reading these, like this book, he starts to see the like similarities Similarities between him and Fingerling. So, I just want to see because you've seen this, right? So you know the twist, right? I have seen it before, but you don't remember the twist. You don't remember the twist at all. Okay, I just want to say this and see if you will get the twist from this. Okay, isn't this when I messaged you and said I think I know the plot? Probably around here. Yeah. So I'll just say this, and you'll probably get it right away. A guy reads a book, and the book reminds him of his old life. But so the book's think, about him. Yeah. But he that, doesn't think it's his old life. He just thinks there's similarities between There's him just and the similarities author. between him and the author. That was the twist? The twist is that he is the author. The twist. And he doesn't remember He's top the, secrets? He's literally top No, no. Okay, so <laughs> the, the doctor at the oh, psych ward. Right, uh, right. Okay, so he was writing... The, well, should we keep going? We'll keep order? going. We'll yeah, get to it. We'll keep going like, I have order. to tell you pretty much the whole last 40 minutes to, to explain what I was just about to. All right. So the movie's only like an hour and a half. Yeah, and you yeah. explained the whole last 40 minutes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's over half the movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> so in this story, um, while he's reading the book, Fingerling finds a dead woman, uh, Widow Hopkins, and then he eventually grew up to be Detective Fingerling. <laughs> And, right. like, the way they made him, Jim Carrey look as, like, oh, yeah. Detective Finger. It's can, so edgy. Do you remember? Yeah. It's, like, edgy, like, something, like, a main character you would see on, like, an anime PS2 game. He's got, like, slicked black hair. Yeah. It's, Trench almost, coat. it's almost like they have, like, uh, like in the Batman trailer where Robert Pattinson has, like, the black yeah, stuff yeah, around yeah. his eye. It's almost like they have that. He has, like, he has black tribal eyeliner. tattoos. <laughs> oh, the tribal fucking tattoos. Dude, tribal tattoos are sick. What do you mean? Everybody yeah, needs ironically. tribal And in the context of the movie, it makes less sense because... Fingerling is is him years yeah. ago, and yeah. he never like he never looked like this. He never had well, the they, tattoos. They, they say at the end, like the last chapter of the book, that he like some of that was like made up, made up like to make it seem just cooler. bullshit. Yeah, yeah. And the he like, a, oh, yeah. you're gonna throw up there. The last bud. chapter, he says what all really happened, pretty much. Here's what I don't get either: is he's in the house. Right, this is Walter, not in the book. He's in the house and he's trying to show his wife all these pictures and he's like, Look, my my life is just like this the author's life and, and he did this and I did that and, and his mom died here and my mom died here and it's like what are you trying to prove to your wife? <laughs> the my favorite part <laughs> He's like, Look, I am the author. Like I don't know what you what's your problem. Yeah, like imagine that real conversation. Yeah, like, but when she's like, Okay, that's just a coincidence, he's like, Coincidence is that his neighbor also had a dog? And she's, I yeah. was like, what? Yeah, like, yeah, lots like, of people have dogs. But no, wh- dude, only one person in the world has ever had a dog. And it's <laughs> and that guy's neighbor. neighbor, yeah. But the stupid part about the entire fucking movie is you're like, okay, yeah, what he's doing is dumb, but at yeah. the end of the day, he is right. Yeah. He did write the book. It is about him. You'd think he would clue into that, though. Yeah, yeah you like, think, yeah. Like, it would bring back some memories, he reads which I guess like, it was, but he was just thinking of his other things. He reads, like, three pages, and he's like, I wrote this shit. <laughs> 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 um, there's a bunch of weird sex scenes. Horrible sex they're, they're, scenes. They're completely clothed. I've never wanted to reason. see Jim Carrey thrust. Never. As hard as that. Well, it's just, it's super edgy. Do you think it's, it's actually him, actually? I'm sure it was him. Do you think they had a sex double? No, why would you need one? They were clothed. Do they had pants on. Yeah, it was just dry home. And she had like a bra and like panties on and shit. So do yeah. they typically do sex doubles in movies? I've, I've seen that. If I'm someone, sure there are some. If like yeah. the women or men feel uncomfortable doing it because they're like married and their spouse feels uncomfortable, they get like a double. Hmm. Hmm. I'm sure most of the time they don't, but. I do your own. That. I do my own stunts, you know? <laughs> I do my own stunts. <laughs> uh, I was just joking. So the movie introduces us to the suicide blonde. Right, yeah. and that whole bit, and that whole bit is just full of terrible writing. Yeah. When you have your character look at another character and say, "I'm a bad person," <laughs> it's so fucking cringy, and it just it doesn't belong. Like this movie is the personality of like the goth kids in high school. Oh yeah. <laughs> at, at least the book parts, like yeah, it's like it's written by two completely different people. Yeah, because like the book parts, they do like, what's that effect called? It's super like saturated yeah, or something. Yeah, it's like all these effect, like all those scenes are like super saturated, kind of look like Sin City or something. Not Sin City, that's black, some shitty movie. 
Like fear and loathing or some shit. Yeah, but with the he, drug part. But it was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Loathing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just looks weird as fuck. Like early 2000s garbage. Right. So Walter in real life starts seeing the number 23 everywhere yeah, yeah. outside of the book. And um, Fingerling started having nightmares about killing Fabrizia. Yeah, yeah. Who is... Um, all, okay, so... Th- th- in the book parts, Jim Carrey plays Fingerling and, and Fabri- Walter's wife plays Fabrizia. Yeah. Who it, they're having... Like, both of them are always in the sex scenes together. Yeah. So when Fingerling starts imagining that he's killing Fabrizia, Walter in real life starts imagining that he's killing his wife. Um, he starts writing on himself too. And he writes yeah, on yeah. his skin, kill, kill her. And that's what I thought was weird too. Cause like, okay, he's laying in bed, sees a shadow of someone with a knife. Yeah. And you would immediately get up, but he's just yeah. like this. He closes his eyes. Closes his eyes. <laughs> like if you're in bed and you see a shadow on the ceiling of somebody with a knife, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. No, bro. You're he's just, just like, man, put, I gotta go pull the blanket over your head. And, and just die. Your, yeah, you just, just hope for the best. Just take it. And they won't see me under here. Dude, I wouldn't even look. i jump out of my bed. Like, yeah. like that's how like that's how I would react. Even so, if it like, was into the knife? You don't know where the knife is. I mean, just like out of sheer shock, seeing yeah. that like, a knife on my ceiling. I'd grab my sawed-off shotgun from under my ass. <laughs> from under your ass? Yeah, he doesn't... I keep it, it in my cheeks. Nice. <laughs> nice. I, I'm always clenched up. He's worried that uh, if he puts it under the mattress, he won't get it in time. So yeah. it's... Oh. it's oh. It pulls it right out of his ass. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Danny Hudson... So yeah, Walter goes to visit Danny Hudson at, at, the, uh, college. at the college. And that's when we learn about the 23 Enigma, which is a real thing. That is I he already in the book, like playing... That character yet? But at this point, not at this point. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. They talk about the twenty-three enigma, which is a thing in real life where just real people are able to find the number twenty-three and everything. And I mean, yeah. I, again, you could do that with literally any number. Yeah. It's just it's a, a bit ridiculous, but it's a it's a legitimate thing that people believe. So I mean, that, it is what it is. Um. And like in this scene, they talk more about some examples, like blood takes twenty-three seconds to circulate. Um. 2 divided by 3 equals uh, 0.66. Um, so that's the sign of the devil. So that's, that's <laughs> sort of what like the number 23 represents, yeah. I guess. When you break it down, yeah. And um, there are only 22 chapters in the book of Revelations. Um, Is that a Bible? It's from the Bible. Okay. I'm, I'm, I, I didn't know that. Me so. either. I just assumed. Um, and then I have in capital letters, there are too many clothed sex scenes. That, because yeah. just, there just are. Yeah, well, that's fair. I mean, if they were naked, I mean. What, what do you mean? You don't bang clothes? That's what everybody does, right? No, I do. I just, in my movies, I kind of want to be taken away from reality. Oh, I just unzip right, the right. zipper and cleave all my clothes on. <laughs> I fuck through a sheet, usually. Yeah. Just cut yeah. a hole in it. That looks like a ghost. Uh, yeah. Fingerling <laughs> counted Fabrizia's shoes, and Walter counts her shoes as well, and she has Yeah, but that's pairs. the thing. This is the point in the movie where Walter starts doing the things first, and then reading about them, be like, Bleh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So... But wait, so he had 23 pairs of shoes? His, his wife did. His wife did, and in the book, Fabrizia did. And my logic is kind of like, well, wait, what, if, girlfriend. what if yeah. she had 22 pairs? This, yeah. Your whole logic <laughs> falls apart. What if she apart? had 23 <laughs> pairs, but one of the pairs was missing one? Yeah, yeah. really, yeah. So You're, she's got wait, oh, 22.5. I was going to be like, how does she have 23 pairs of shoes? But yeah, never mind. Uh, Who pairs. the fuck has 23 pairs of shoes? Fabrizia yeah. and uh, what's his wife's name? I haven't uh, have it written down. I don't really care, to be honest. And like, I mean, she did that on purpose. Agatha. Though. Agatha Christie. She's probably the one who sets them all up for the 23 thing. Well, that's, that's oh, the, that's you're, the you're twist. Think, you're thinking like Walter right You're now. thinking ahead, yeah. yeah. You, you get the Walter mindset there. He's like, oh, this bitch, she's, uh, she's bought the book. She's got 23 <laughs> shoes. She's 23 years old. <laughs> <laughs> so Walter keeps reading the book, and Fingerling goes to visit a therapist who, uh, in the book, he's played by Danny Hudson. Yeah. Um, and they talk about the number 23 and how he's finding that he's becoming obsessed with it. Um, it's fucking creepy as fuck. It's like, you want me to talk to Fabrizia for you? He's I just can, staring at a picture of her going, hey, can, you want can, me to talk to her? I can talk to Fabrizia if you'd like. Like, it's... <laughs> yeah, it's fucking creepy. I'll get, I'll get but he says that same him. thing to him in real life, like the real person. Right, yeah. Cause About his wife, because yeah. the therapist in the real world is his wife's friend. And, mm-hmm. um... Yeah, Fabrizia cheats on Fingerling in the book with the therapist. In the woods? In the woods while, in the woods, while, while watches, while he watches, watches the fuck. Yeah, not even subtle about it. <laughs> like, they're just in the woods fucking, and he's just like... Who came up with the name Fingerling? Um, it, it, he said that uh, he calls himself Fingerling because his mom used to get him detective books. Uh, detective Fingerling. Or, sorry, no, Fingerling at the zoo. 
So he liked the name, so he took the name on. You never got fingerlinged at the zoo, Andrew? <laughs> Saw a couple gorillas do it once, but not me. Fingerling at the zoo. Did you guys go to the zoo in high school when we did that trip, or was that just my grade? I went as a kid, not in high school. I never we went, went to the school. Detroit Zoo in high school for an English class. <laughs> yeah, that's relevant. I remember like a bunch of people, like, because when you're going over on a school bus, the border security doesn't really care. Oh, yeah. And everyone brought like fucking MDMA and weed with them. Really? <laughs> and, like a bunch of kids just did MDMA and we went to the zoo. Holy shit. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> wow. And like there was this. There so was, you, like, you're admitting to exportation of uh, narcotics I didn't, across honestly, the border? Honestly, honestly, I'm dead serious. I didn't bring either over. Can you call the cops? <clears throat> Alakazam, move in, boys. <laughs> <laughs> they just come through but, the like, ceiling. There was this like <laughs> dinosaur exhibit thing, but it was like supposed to be like scary. Like not a ride, but like a walkthrough. Kind of like dinosaur haunted house type thing. Yeah. And, like, all the kids on MDMA did that. They, like, came out, like, crying, oh, yeah. some of them. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They've never been the same since. It was awesome. Crazy. So he starts dreaming that he killed Agatha with a, a kitchen knife. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. In bed. And then he ends up uh, staying at the motel because he just doesn't want to stay at home because he's afraid he's going to yeah, kill Yeah, he leaves wife. her a note. I need to clear my head for it. Just give me one night. And um, I have a side note. We'll talk about the coincidences in this film later. Yeah, yeah. Th- like, just the fact that he went to that yeah, motel. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, yeah. It, it's, just, it's so fucking contrived. Um, Walter asks... He asks to stay in room 23. Yeah, I thought that was weird. He's kind of trying to, like, get away from it. And he's like, what, did he give him 26? Uh, yeah, just, like, room 20... Or, like, room 14 or yeah, some so shit. Yeah, so he's like... What about 23? He asked I mean, to go in the 23 room. And then that guy... He got 23. Just looks over, and then I'm like, there's a setup for something, but the right. setup wasn't even worth that. No, and <laughs> that guy is nobody. Literally, like he doesn't have a line, but it shows him when he's telling what actually happened near the end that that guy was the guy at the counter. Yeah. So it's literally nothing. It's just like, oh, he turns his head a few times. This guy, How many times? From when he turned his head? He was watching Maury? <laughs> does remember he, that? Does he turn his head 23 times? <laughs> Well, man. It just shows that, like, this is a movie where the characters are there for the plot, and the plot isn't there for the characters. Yeah, 100%. Like, he's trying to get away from the number 23, and he goes to a motel, and he asks to stay in the room 23. And not only is this just, like, a normal motel, it's the motel, like, spoiler alert, if we're just to talk <laughs> a little bit ahead here, but this is the motel where he went into room 23 years ago, yeah. like, over 15 years ago. And rode all over the walls and then tried to commit suicide. And yeah. and Walter, all these years later, just happens to go to that in motel. In the same room. It's it's so ridiculous. And you could look past it if it's a good movie. But it's not. It's not. It's, no. it's not at all. Unremarkable. The fucking, what was the blonde, they called the blonde again? The blonde, su- su- blonde suicide blonde? Suicide blonde. She jumps out of uh, her apartment and dies. Yeah, she commits suicide right in front of him. But then Walter does it. He's alive. Yeah, he lives in the end. Yeah, he jumps out of the window. Fucking. I just, I don't understand Wait, that, but. He jumped all out of the same floor. The 15 years prior. That's what brought him to the psych ward because they found him trying to commit suicide, but he survived. In the same room, in the same hotel. <clears throat> that he goes to later on yeah. in the movie. Yeah, but he jumped and he lived. He jumped and he lived. And it shows him, like, but, fucked up on the ground. Like, his arms broken. His face is bleeding. He's clearly dead. To in be the psych fair, ward, he's all, like, wrapped up and shit. To be yeah. fair, people have. And, like, no, I'm not saying that's not possible. Oh, yeah. And like live without their parachute going. I'm just on, saying in this so. movie's continuity, someone did it, died, someone did it, didn't. It's that's an, fair. It, it's very possible. It it's, is possible. It just for this movie to do that, it's not surprising because of how outlandish it is. Right. Like, the right. odds of it happening are just like, come on. I agree. In a movie filled with just ridiculousness. <laughs> that's a good show. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's I not. Um, so Walter reads more, right, while he's in room 23. He reads uh, the last chapter of the book, which is chapter 22. And in that chapter, Fingerling killed Fabrizio, and uh, the therapist was blamed for it because he found yeah. the body. Yeah. Um, so at the end of that chapter, Fingerling walks over to the window, and then the book just ends and at chapter like, 22. It's like assumed that he was going to kill himself. It's assumed he was going to kill himself, but you don't know because chapter 23 doesn't exist. So... Even the way he found chapter 23, though. The way he finds it is fucking ridiculous. But even before that, Ned yeah. finds him at the motel yeah. outside. So that dog from the beginning, like, he shows up sometimes. But, um... Oh, right. No. No. <laughs> Look at the screen. He's just saying six minutes till break. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, sorry. And uh, so that dog follows him around and just shows up randomly. And then, like, he gets to this fucking hotel, and he just hears barking outside. The fucking dog's on the road barking at him at room 23. 
And he just like, found Ned. Him. <laughs> like it, it turns just, into like Tom and Jerry. I just found him. Yeah, dude, your your dogs do dogs do that, man. One yeah, time in I movies. one time I went camping in Algonquin Park, dude. And fucking my dog just shows up. I'm like, bro, what, what, what are you doing here? Showed up with a couple bro. beers. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> So the dog leads him back to the graveyard. Yeah. Um, leads him back to a, a, a tombstone of Laura Tollins. Was that the same tombstone from the beginning? From the beginning, And we yeah. just didn't know anything about it Right, you're right. At the very beginning. The dog brought him there before, too. Yeah. Um, so that's when he learns that the book is based on a true story. And... Yeah. It was written by Laura Tollins' killer. Yeah. But he doesn't know who the killer is. So he knows that he wants to find this person so that he can ask them about the number 23 because it's taking over his life like it took over uh, their life. Um, so they go to visit the killer. Who's in jail. He's in jail. And uh, while he's talking to him, he realizes that this, isn't, this, is, this guy didn't kill Laura Tollins. It's pretty clear that he's innocent. He doesn't even realize that, does he? Really? Even, like, when they leave, he's still kind of hesitant to believe that? Well, when, when he leaves, he says he was very convincing. Yeah, he says it, like, sarcastically, kind of. No, I, I think he genuinely believes that you the guy... So? In, I think he believes the guy in, in prison was innocent, yeah. Um, I thought it was funny. This is, I think, the only line I liked in the movie. When they he's visiting the guy in jail, and they're, like, talking through, like, a fence instead of, like, the normal phone thing. Yeah, I didn't get that either. Yeah, and he, the guy's like, I'm the one in jail, but it seems like you're the one with more problems. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Because <laughs> he's just like, I know you killed it. How'd you do it? 23, right? 23? Oh, he's got, oh, Jim Carrey's fucking over the top in this, like... Because, yeah, th- there's the part, right, so he learns that it's not... The guy in jail didn't kill Laura Tolland. So yeah. then they find an old man who, uh... Yeah, they look up, so the back of the book... His son? Yeah, his son just happens to peel. Oh, a there's page. a page that's stuck together. It's the sticky pages porn bag, <laughs> and it has like a, it has like a, the has PO a, box. An address for a PO box at the back of a page that had nothing on it. Why was why were the pages stuck together? Well, Jim Carrey yeah, really liked this. He book. loved it, dude. Yeah. No such thing as a coincidence. He jacked off in it 23 times. Whoa! <laughs> there's some blood. Oh God. <laughs> and dust. yeah, so they send 23 empty boxes to this old guy. To a P.O. box, yeah. The old guy, they wait for him outside the post office. They go there. They confront him. Jim Carrey tells him. He shows him the book, and the guy, you can tell that the guy knows who Jim Carrey yeah, is. He's, he's, I don't even know what he said to you. He said something he like, says, you're supposed to be you're dead you're or something. You're supposed to be dead. Yeah. So then he, he takes off, runs as fast as the old guy could fucking run. So trips. not far. <laughs> he trips, and then uh, he just cuts his own throat. Yeah, he just, Jim Carrey, like, has him. And he's like, tell me, tell me. And he's just like... Says something, he just like cuts just, his own throat. Just kills himself. <laughs> just, it's like, I don't want to fucking deal with this guy. Like, oh, God. So, uh, Jim Carrey's freaking out. He's like, oh, he knows, he knows. Yeah, he's his like, wife's literally like, crying. Yeah, his wife's like, not now. Like, yeah, like he's dead. Like, like, he's dying right now. I, I really wish his wife was like, you need to grow the fuck up for five minutes. <laughs> Honestly. Like, and act like a fucking adult. Just tells him right off. Like, this guy just killed himself in front of me, and you're crying because of, about a Your fucking number. Your son watched this old man kill himself in a post office a city over from us. You're bitching about a number. Like, calm down. <laughs> so, Agatha tells him, like, just, just take Robin home, their son. And she's going to handle the situation. Yeah. So. Before we get into that, you might, oh, we should take a break. Right, okay. Okay. All right, we'll be right back, guys. And we're back. We are back. Okay, so. Back again. We were talking about how the old man. Um, <laughs> yeah. We were talking about how the old man cut his, uh, cut his throat. In the post office, yeah. In, in the post office. In the whole family. In the whole family. And um, so Agatha learns that. Because uh, he, he, what does he whisper to her? Well, he, he whispers something, but we as the audience don't That's know. That's what I figured. Okay, right. I didn't know if I just didn't hear it. So um, we eventually see that later on, um, Agatha is at a abandoned institute. Yeah. Um, and uh, while she's exploring the institute, Walter is at home with his son, and he is circling every 23rd word on every 23rd page <laughs> of the book. It, it somehow tells him to go to like Casanova Point. Is that what it was? Yeah, it says. Um, so when he does that, it says, "I warn you, hell is coming, Sparrow Man." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So his. So the logic here is, before he jumped out of the window, he wrote himself this book, and left himself a cryptic note. Every twenty third page, knowing what his alias would be after he leaves. I think his name was always Sparrow. It was always Walter. Oh wait, Sparrow. yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. But it's just it's such a ridiculous concept that he was also he like he knew that this would happen. Yeah, that so he wouldn't die. He wouldn't die. He'd lose <laughs> his memory. So it's okay. His name is uh, Fingerling. Well, no, his name's Fingerling in the book. No, I know. I'm joking. <laughs> you can yeah, call true. me Fingerling. 
So like my, my main question here is like when he goes to dig up the grave, mm-hmm. why the fuck are you involving your son? <laughs> hey, this guy killed someone. You want to dig up this body with yeah, me? <laughs> like you are the shittiest fucking father. Like why are you involving yeah, your son? His son likes 23 too. Yeah. His son starts to get obsessed He's with the number two. Up. Yeah. So just father of the year. Apple doesn't fall far from the, the, the tree or whatever. That's right. Say. That, that's what they say. Something about trees and apples, and, and they fall. What's your opinion on apples, Andrew? You know, I like a good. You, you ever have a Fuji apple? Yeah, they're my favorite. I think. Me too, dude. I like those a lot. Golden Delicious and Fujis are dope. Yeah, Fujis a, better. A gala, gala, gala apples. No, those are for fancy places. Those are good. Galas. Gala, gala, gala apples. I've never had an apple in my life. How many times do you go to the doctor? Every bro? day. You you have to. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. It's yeah. without the apples, you gotta see. I'm I'm a big fan of apples. Wait, I love what, apples. Wait, what, is there something with apples and doctors or? Yeah, well, yeah. an apple way, an apple a day keeps the doctor. No, no, no. Away. Are you serious? Because yeah. he's always fucking bugging me. Yeah, Every, he just won't stop. You can just show him you're eating yeah. an apple, he'll go away. Okay. How many times has he, you know? How many times has he put the glove on for you? Yeah. How many times has he? Every day. The whole hand. Every time. Yeah. How far does he go? I mean, all the way in. Like, well, how else is he? Just as far as we went on Cody. Okay. Yeah, probably just about, yeah. All right, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so he's only, like, knee deep? Knee deep, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like, from really his hand? <laughs> Not bad. So, like, half, over half his body? It's just, like, <laughs> Not knee bad. Down, in my it? ass, yeah. <laughs> knee deep. <laughs> At first, knee deep, bro. <laughs> Cody's ass isn't a fucking swamp. <laughs> you know that? That's what you think. That's yeah. about knee deep, donkey. Bro, that, that ass be knee deep. <laughs> That's what you say when you see a big old ass. <laughs> Booty so big, Lord have mercy. It's knee deep. Um. So Walter, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, Walter sees Ned and he wants to kill him all of a sudden. That's did when. Get, did you get that or no? He wants to just run him down with yeah, the truck. Oh, I got it. Yeah, he's running. He starts speeding up, aiming at the dog. Yeah, like I don't understand. Like why all of a sudden do you want to kill this dog? Th- I think he th- for some reason thought it would end. Oh, because okay. didn't he know? No, he doesn't know about that dog yet. Really, no. like what he is. No, it just it continually makes no sense at all. Well, because even at the beginning, after Ned attacks him, like and he's talking to like his boss or whoever right. she is, he says next time, uh, if that happens again, I'd probably just kill him. Or, or I'd like hit that. him, or I'd, or I'd, I'd speed he up. He says until, I'd like, speed up. Thud. Yeah, that's what he said. So that's what he. I don't know. Right. Shitty foreshadowing. I mean, but. like. He says in the same scene that he's good at his job. So if he's willing to hit a dog... <laughs> That's how you catch him, bro. Yeah, he's not good at his... He's fucking really shitty at his job. Why did they make him a dog catcher? Literally just for the Ned plot. Yeah, and Like, that's the only reason he's a dog catcher. Yeah. Yeah. He could have been anything. For sure. It's in- incredibly weird. And then, um... So that's where this whole pl- or plot line comes in, where Walter thinks that Agatha wrote the book. Because, well, yeah, because she goes... Did we already talk about that? Um, where she went to the institute. You, you said she went to it. She but went to the institute, she, but she did some other shit No, too. we don't. They never explain, which I assume it was her therapist friend. But who pops up behind her? Oh, uh, right, in the institute. And then that, they never say yeah. who it was. No. At all. Like, she's in this room, Andrew, like, finding this trunk, like, realizing that her husband is fingerling. <laughs> <laughs> who? <laughs> Who's he fingerling? <laughs> <laughs> Anyone. <laughs> And uh, someone just comes up behind her in the room, and she's just like, <gasps> and then like that's and the, then end the, of the scene, scene cuts, and you never find out. I watched the extended version too, and they still don't say who that is. In yeah, there. they set it up, and then they just drop it, and it's cl- it's one hundred percent Danny Hudson. One hundred percent, it has that to was be. the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, but Could then would it make sense? Because why would he know it was there unless she called him? But he was with her when she. So but, the the wait. body he dug up, she he walked away to get the cops, and came back, the skeleton was gone. And you find out later on that uh, his wife and Danny Hudson, Danny Hudson, yeah, dig, dug it up to hide it so he doesn't get in trouble by those cops he brought because she knows at this point that he wrote the book and he killed Laura, Laura Tollins, which we didn't say yet, but I just did. Right. Whoa, Laura. Um. So while he's confronting his wife, um, thinking that she's the one that wrote, and and I love too how like his, their son comes into the conversation yeah, and, he and then he's like, "Hey, your mom fucking sucks. Yeah. She wrote the book and she's been fucking with us the whole. It's like you're you're literally the worst fucking dad. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like kill her, kill her. Instead of like not involving your son and like you know you should still love your mother. It's hey fuck her. Yeah, so honestly. it's okay. And then that's when she goes. Actually, I didn't write the book. You dumbass, you did. And then it, uh, and like even the way he handles that. No, yeah. 
It's she tells him that he wrote the book because he well he dumps out her purse on the table because he's like who really are you because he's thinking that she wrote the book and then she finds the butcher knife which in the movie is the killing utensil that they use that's a weird way of saying that the killing utensil the killing utensil that they use in every time someone gets killed unless they jump out of the building <laughs> oh wow crazy yeah but yeah. it's in her purse so he's like. What's this, you little cunt? <laughs> Gets all fucking. <laughs> he says that. Look yeah. What you did, you little shit. <laughs> Look what you did, you little jerk. Hey, John. Uh, can you do me a favor, buddy? I can't jerk you off on camera. Oh, come on, man. Just once. <laughs> can you, you uh, raise Cody? Yeah, raise I Cody up a little bit. Oh, give him a little, lift, him a little lift job there, buddy. And tighten it just like that, and we're good. Cool. That's perfect. Um. Per- Perfect. Perfect. So yeah, they go to the basement. They go to the basement, After and that's when she him. shows him all of his belongings, uh, like the old saxophone that he had, which, which is just ridiculous. I mean, like he randomly has a saxophone. You never see him play it, but no, like in some scenes, like in the the book that they play out, he just has a saxophone, like in the middle of the street when Laura's breaking up with him. Yeah, he, he never just plays has a saxophone, saxophone in his hand. He just holds it because yeah. Jim Carrey obviously can't play saxophone. That's no. what you do. You you. Hold but he opens it. the chest and sees the saxophone. And he's like, no, <laughs> just throws it. Yeah, <laughs> it's so he he freaks out. He leaves the basement, and then he goes uh, back to that same motel, and he goes to room 23. And then this is where he starts ripping off the wallpaper of the room. And How he, does he know? He doesn't know. We don't know how Because, like, knows. there is a little sliver of, like, a rip of the wallpaper that you can see, like, us as the audience, but yeah. he, it's not in his view. Like, he doesn't even look at that piece. He just starts ripping the wall. Well, he knows because the movie has to continue, and the plot has to keep <laughs> No, yeah. Did he write it in the book that he did this? No, because no. this... Okay, so the last chapter of the book, like we said earlier... It just ends at chapter 22 and you don't know what happens. But it's because uh, Walter wrote the last chapter on these walls and the hotel just put wallpaper over all of them. Uh. And he didn't just write the chapter over the walls. He wrote it like on the sink, on the toilet. He literally wrote it on his feet. Right. So like he can't finish reading the chapter because it's no longer on his feet. It's no longer on the sink. But he finishes it because again, and I feel like it was like so long. Oh, like compared oh, yeah. to like what you see written, like because oh, yeah. even like one wall, it was written so big and sloppy that was like one paragraph, and he like there was like ten minutes of it explaining what happened. <laughs> oh yeah, it just it essentially like the the twenty third chapter is everything that you've heard fing- about Fingerling and about uh, Fabrizia has been about Walter and this woman named Laura Tollins. Yeah, and um, like Fingerling's childhood is Walter's childhood. His dad committed suicide. Um, after his, his mom died. After his mother passed away. His dad was an accountant and his dad was obsessed with the number 23. Never explained why. I don't understand how it gets passed on too because they talk about that a lot of the time. And I think it's just passed on in the sense that like... They yeah. said that his son does gets a... Like, his son kind of starts yeah. to... Yeah, I, I get like I get it. Like, But like in the sense of like when he was a kid, he didn't know his dad was obsessed with that and his dad just died and then... And then he, he didn't, eventually he didn't look into his dad being obsessed with like he never found anything right and he's just obsessed with it like the number follows no again yeah the, so like is, is it a haunt uh, it's a curse, spirit bro. movie is it a well, psychological I, I think movie? it's a, I think it's supposed to be a curse right because they yeah. talk about the curse but then yeah. at the same time it's again it's never really explained no it's it's left up to the viewers interpretation so my interpretation shit <laughs> so, so like in the scene in the book right where fingerling is watching um He's watching Fabrizia have sex in the forest with the therapist. That yeah. was just Walter watching Laura have sex, sex with, in uh, the forest. With the, her teacher. Because that's the, who the guy who was in jail that they thought killed Laura. Was her teacher. Was her, yeah, her professor in college. Who she did sleep with. She did cheat on Walter. Um, but yeah, like it, it's, it's weird because Walter, years ago, was trying to run away from the curse of, of 23. Yeah, he yeah. said it was following him. And then he kills her. And then he still blames it on the curse. Yeah. Which, to me, it's like, okay, so you're justifying your shitty behavior based on a number. It's like, yeah. you can do whatever the fuck you want because the number made you do it. What did you think about when, uh, so he sets up the teacher, and he sees him getting arrested after he kills Laura, and then it shows him leaving the scene by just running like this at the camera. Yeah, no, yeah, that was great. <laughs> it's just that Jim was... Carrey getting closer to the camera, running at it to yeah, run away from the scene Real blurry. Of the crime. Yeah. That's how, uh, that's, that's where, that's uh, what OJ did. That's where Jordan Peele got his, uh, inspiration for Get Out. Or that, that one scene? The number 23. When we yeah. do... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cody already knows what I'm going to say because he was there when I said it. When we do Scooby-Doo Zombie Island... Yeah. Get out copy that movie. <laughs> really? You Remember think? when I tweeted him at your house? No. We watched When we watched Scooby-Doo Zombie Island at your house. You think he just copied well, the movie Well, because there's a scene up. in the Scooby-Doo Zombie Island where uh, Velma rips off the wallpaper, kind of like this movie, 
And then, like, the ghost carves get out in the wall. And I was like, oh, right. He stole it. Right. Can't even yeah. think of his own ideas. So everyone praises him. <laughs> He's got a new movie coming out called Nope. Yeah, yeah. we talked about that. Yeah, we, yeah. We There's only the poster so far. The poster. What do you think it's going to be about? Might as well. I don't know, but I just hope in the movie that a character goes, nope, 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 nope. It's like, oh yeah. my God, they said it. Hamza style? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. It's, um,. It's got a good cast, so I'm I'm looking forward yeah, yeah, to it. I like does. his movies. So. Yeah, all of them are great. Um, so yeah, yeah, um, Walter reads this chapter and he realizes that this is who he is and that he he killed somebody. Yeah. And uh, the wrong guy has been convicted for the murder. So he um instead of doing the right thing. Wait, oh wait, does, no, sorry. He yeah. does the right thing. Yeah, because yeah, I was thinking that he jumped out of the window, but that that <laughs> was Fingerling. We learned yeah. that Fingerling jumped out of the window. And uh, was brought to the Institute. He lost his memory and he had to learn how to walk again. He had to learn how to speak again. He had to learn how to do all of these things. And in the process, he forgot about his past life. He forgot that he murdered Laura. His I'm sure, like, just... I get, we did shit on that, but I guess he would have brain damage from going head first on pavement. Absolutely, he would. He, he definitely would. Yeah, but, but how come he remembers from the instant he walks out of the... The yeah, asylum yeah. or whatever the fuck he was in. That yeah, exactly. Cody said. Yeah. It was like a rehabilitation center. Yeah, but still, like, no, I know what you're saying. You'd remember at least the tail end of you being in that asylum, unless it was so traumatic that you just blocked that shit out. But when it's like we talked about earlier, that, like yeah. his wife is right outside, and it's right. like, how how would you not realize you just walked outside? Exactly, it's, yeah. it's insane. You'd have some recollection for sure. Least. Yeah, at least some rectum election. Rectum election. <laughs> <laughs> what? What did I say? Yeah, you said you were right. Yeah, yeah. Rectum election. You think the end of this movie is supposed to? Without saying or telling us that it's supposed to be like a way of him canceling out the curse of 23? Of him taking the blame for killing Laura and getting that guy out of jail and him going to jail? Do I think it's what? Like, it's You think that's like him being like, this is it, like this cancels out the curse? Cause he's I, breaking. I, the curse didn't control me in this way and I no, did I think, the right thing instead of killing someone? I think the entire movie's pointless. I don't think that's it at all. I'm at, just, at yeah, I'm just, re- end, I'm just reaching right now. At, at the very end, you see that he's looking at the clock and it says 23. And like, oh, yeah, yeah. The look <laughs> on his face, you can tell that yeah, like, it still follows him. Yeah, I forgot about that because I was like, oh, it's over. Then he looked at that, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like the ending suggests that like this is just going to continually follow him for the rest of his life. So this movie had no point at all. That's dope. Don't you like that in your movies? I like bad endings where, like, the character isn't happy. Like, you know that, like, it's still going to be difficult for them yeah, even yeah. when the movie's done. I like those types of endings, but when it's followed by nothing but complete shit. <laughs> like, or sorry, not followed, when it's, uh, After. you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when everything before has been just terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, I don't really, like, what do you think the movie is trying to say? Like... <laughs> Is it trying to say anything? Think, I don't know, yeah. You think there's a deeper meaning to it? You think they were just trying to make a quick buck off a shitty idea? I think genuinely, even the way that they talk about the film, they wanted people to be in, to get interested in the number 23. So like, they, people would walk around and be like, oh, oh I see it everywhere. Yeah. Let's look why in, would, I'm going to look into the writer. Because maybe he's sick and fucked and twisted. The writer? Yeah, because sick like, and fucked sick and, and twisted. Sick and fucked and twisted. Sick and well, like, fucking um, twisted. Because this is the only movie he, script he ever wrote, like screenplay. So right, so yeah, it makes his sense. His name's Fernley Phillips. Oh, Fernley? Fernley Phillips? Yeah, yeah, Fernley, he's fucking fucked, dude. His name's Fernley? <laughs> no chance. Oh, no. Jim Carrey was nominated for uh, a, a, golden, a Golden Raspberry Award for yeah. Worst Actor, but he mm-hmm. lost to Eddie Murphy in Norbit. Ah, uh, see. I don't know. Norbit at least made me laugh. Uh, Norbit was more entertaining. Yeah. yeah, but this movie wasn't designed to make you laugh, dude. Yeah, true. Yeah. It was, ma- Shut it up, was designed to confuse you and make you <laughs> make like you numbers. Think. Yeah. It was designed to make mathematicians in uh, North <laughs> in North America. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing this movie made me think of is is how much I wish it was shorter. Yeah, there's nothing on it. And how yeah. time would pass. It faster. was a really short movie, to be honest. Speaking yeah. of time, you guys, have you guys ever watched In Time with yeah. Justin? I Jimmy? saw it in theaters. No, but I know the concept. It's bad. Is it bad? It, it's yeah. just pretty much like futuristic Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. But with like a different. Oh really? Plot over. Our there's this one story. scene where Justin Timberlake cries. You always bring this up. I fucking do. It makes me laugh so hard. It's just bad acting. He's, yeah, it's so bad. Tobey Maguire bad. Yeah, like, it's cried. worse. Worse, dude. Whoa. Honestly. I no, I'm not saying he's a bad actor. In Spider-Man 3, when he cries on the bridge, he is. Yeah. yeah I like that. When she breaks up with him, that's terrible acting. But other than that, Tobey Maguire is great. All right, do your best crying right now. I could, but I don't want to. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I, I like, thought you were actually going to do it. I, 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 was, I was starting it, but then I was like, You nah, looked like you were about to, and I was like, oh, shit. I could. Gonna... It's, I don't want to, though. All right, John. 
Hit us with your best cry. <laughs> hey, just as good as Tobey Maguire, dude. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. yeah no. I'm sorry for laughing at you crying. It's just I couldn't help it. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> it was just so funny, dude. Yeah, fuck you guys, man. Yeah. So, um, if they made a sequel to this, do you think that you'd 24? be Yeah, number 24. That was, wasn't that what the TV show was? Oh, right, yeah. There was a TV show? Yeah, I called 24, 24, remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the sequel for sure. Jack Bauer. Yeah. 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 They, and then they skipped numbers uh, from 24 to Fahrenheit 9-11 was a really futuristic <laughs> sequel. What? <laughs> what about 30 Rock? That was in between. 30 Rock, yeah. yeah. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. This is the... We're going. Okay. We're just going. I'm, anything with numbers. Yeah, and then that happened. Yeah, just, just keep going. <laughs> They're all sequels of... Bro, there's numbers in movies all the time. <laughs> Bro, nothing, nothing's a coincidence. Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 3. <laughs> there was three of them. <laughs> two and three. That's fucking 23. 23? Yeah. I, I know math, so... I don't. Who is, so I'll just he, take how your is word. He? You know, he's... he's, cool. he's mm, appreciate yeah, you, guy. Um, if you could have chosen a different actor... To play. For the main lead, who would you have chosen? Or like to see? Toby Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of something funny, but Steve that Buscemi. I know they could do it. Will like, Smith. The first thing that came, <laughs> Will Smith. First thing that came <laughs> to mind was John Goodman for some reason. John, John Goodman? Goodman. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny, I think. <laughs> what do you think? John Cusack or something? I hate John Cusack. Everyone does. Really? I think I think honestly Colin Farrell. With an think, English voice? I think or Colin like Farrell could have done it. With, with like an American accent? I yeah, can't with an American accent. Anyone. I think just anybody, not a comedic actor. Seth Rogen. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this, 23. <laughs> <laughs> I smoked 23 joints. <laughs> uh, can I get 23 grams? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite an ounce. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, this was uh, an awful movie. If I never watch it again, that's probably ideal. How many times do you think you've watched it? Twice now? Or have you watched it more before this? I've watched it at least two or three times. So I have a question. For who? Um, well, everyone, I guess, involved here. Okay. Why did we pick this movie to review? Um, well, John asked for a horror movie, and... Um, I'm. I love horror movies, but I'm not a big connoisseur. So this was really the scariest thing. And we that thought I could it was. It would be fun to rip it apart, which it was. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So what the fuck's the point of that question? Just Are you patronizing question. us? It was just a question. We're probably the only people on YouTube who have actually Reviewed. dissected this movie. So yeah, mm -hmm. Andrew, you're That's just a janitor. <laughs> Alex said that to him once in one court. Yeah, but yeah. like he's not. <laughs> no, of course he's not. <laughs> like that's not his Did job. He, that's was he being does. serious? Like, he no. was trying to insult him. Dude, we, like, we were opening the show, and uh, John's like, oh, I'm a host, and he's a host, and she's a host, and then... I called you producer. Yeah, he's a producer, and then Alex like, the janitor. And I was like... And, like, one time oh, Andrew was telling Alex, like, to fix his mic or something, he's like, you're just the cameraman. And we're like, nope, he literally does everything here. Yeah, he's the, the producer. <laughs> I, we I, talk, and then everything goes to Andrew. <laughs> yeah, so... So, fuck Alex. Yep. Alex, Alex is just a fucking janitor. Yeah. Oh, not, he's not even a janitor. He doesn't even clean up, bro. <laughs> he shows up, he talks for longer than most people, and then leaves. <laughs> Does he talk longer than most people? He'll go on like tangents about like Norse Norse mythology about any character we talk about in any movie. But so that's, done that's, that's not that? canon though, because every time we cut it every time. Oh really? Because oh. <laughs> it goes on. Like we were talking about Loki, and he went on for probably 10, 15 minutes about how Loki gave birth to a donkey once in Norse. It was Norse a horse. Mythology. Yeah. What does that have to do with anything? Well, we were watching nothing. Loki. Yeah, but that. Yeah. Okay, but that's about it. Yeah. Nothing, okay. Nothing to do with what we were talking about at all. Yeah, of course. But like, I'm fine with going off topic yeah. as long as it's funny or relevant or you know interesting right, right yeah interesting <laughs> for right, sure, yeah. how many um 23s i was gonna say <laughs> that this movie so. out of 10 that's stupid though yeah oh you rate the movies yeah out of okay. something from the movie we just gotta figure it out on the spot yeah and how about knives because that's what he uses to kill people that's just lazy how many uh 23 letters or letters or whatever 
letters. Or num- numbers? numbers? I give this. We five can do numbers. it out of twenty-three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there we, you go. Yeah. Okay, twenty-three is ten, pretty much, right? Yeah, or five, however you guys do it. We yeah. did a ten. Usually. Well, everything's basically twenty-three, anyway, so it doesn't matter what we rate it out of. It's going to be out of twenty. At the end of the day, yeah, yeah, yeah. One. One out of twenty-three. Yeah. You. This guy. Oh my. Well, I didn't even mention, dude. This is the first time. That I've given a bad. You rating. didn't like a movie. This is really the very, very first time. The worst rating basement. I think I've ever given. What was this, the movie? Oh, Italian drama. This, I gave it two point five. This is wow. the worst rating you've ever given it. Yeah. A movie. You give it a one. Yeah. A one. A one. Okay. And well, that's just for the score, probably. Okay. All right. That's insane. And like, I don't think we've mentioned this, but like, I think it was sixteen minutes into the movie, I texted Cody. Right. And I was like, so is this what the plot of the movie is? And I told him what I think is going to happen. He's like, yeah, that's the whole movie. He got it 16 minutes into the plot. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good writing, you know? They Excellent told, writing. They got the story across. When you can see the quick. ending from a mile away, <laughs> that's perfect writing. What do you give it, Cody? Um, you know, it, it's competent. You know, it's, it's shot well for the most part. The music in the opening is fine. So, I mean, out of 23... <laughs> It's legitimately difficult. Don't you know, don't feel bad for it. Yeah, just no. Yeah, I'm not gonna feel bad for it. Like it's a shitty fucking movie. I know Jim Carrey's in it. It was hard to give Jim Carrey movie a one, but like, and I'll never watch it again. All right, I'll give it. A, I'll give it a two. Ooh, it's out of twenty three. It's awful. All right, based on your guys' description, because I don't remember it from when I watched it eight years ago. I give this movie a five because I liked it when you guys described it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just remake the movie of us just talking about the movie. Can I be fingered? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean fingerling. Sorry, I always mix that up. <laughs> <laughs> Only if one of you guys is Fabrizio. I'll be Fabrizio. You can be Fabri- I'll be the can son. Can you be Fabrizio for me? Um, I'll get you some Fabrizio, baby. You need it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, I'll be the doctor. I get to have sex with Fabrizio. So, <laughs> so wait. Hmm. Wait. Does that mean you? I go to jail. It means we both get to fuck you, Andrew. (laughs) Hell yeah, boy! (laughs) At the same time. And on the note of vanilla, baby, take your pick. Yikes! On the note of fucking Andrew together. (laughs) See you guys next time. Have a good one. Bye, guys. Take care.